You're listening to DraftKings Network. Man like troops, back again. About my blood clot, yang, all of that. Man came on the Cooligans and shut the thing down. Make sure you watch. If you don't, you're a ham roll, blood. Ram show. When I love fart was poop. (laughs) Volume two. Two. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you. By the way, we didn't just randomly say that. I only got volume one, so I can't wait for volume two. (laughs) (laughs) That was like porns back in the day. You'd be like. Everything blowjobs 19. <laughs> How did I miss the first 18? <laughs> My goodness. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Prem Show. We are the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerrero. We are your favorite uh, stand-up comedians that host the funniest <laughs> show on Twitch uh, based around football with the best usernames uh, that give us a follow at the introduction of the program. So, well... Yep. Well done, <laughs> and thank you to uh, to who? Just, what was the name again? Uh, when fart was poop. Um, yep. And uh, yo, thank you so much to Five Tanks who just said two cooligans, one cup. Now hey, there, hey, right? You got to join Gully Squad <laughs> for that one. <laughs> okay, but that cup is MLS Cup, so you be you, yeah. you shut it, <laughs> sir. And we're gonna have to eat a lot of beans <laughs> to fill it. <laughs> what is good, everybody? We're excited about today's show, and even uh, now, now all I can think about is that um, that girl that was selling her farts that had the heart attack. That's <laughs> the only person on my mind uh because oh you mean uh a fartrepreneur she called herself <laughs> a uh american business legend <laughs> i mean the, yes there's look there's the, the you know the gig economy is is has changed in everything okay and, Bruh. and why not that's that's good my... luck finding that on task rabbit <laughs> you know what i mean that's really my she qu- now created her own market <laughs> okay gen z is changing the game all right uh-huh. <laughs> so uh so good for her um you know hopefully more farts less heart attacks we are you know that's that's the mantra i live by uh american empire said looking up that fart in a jar girl completely ruined my suggested <laughs> search results in etsy <laughs> all right this is not the niche shawl i was hoping to purchase <laughs> yes you know, just like uh honey no don't look at my etsy uh search window uh, there's nothing there and uh Looks like Dimitri's uh, 11-year-old nephew has grabbed his phone and typed in, better to be a fart seller than a <laughs> fart smeller. <laughs> oh, ahead burn. Ahead of the game. Ahead of the game. Uh, so uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, uh, for tuning in. We're excited about um, uh, today's show here live on Twitch. We're here every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, so come through uh, if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, a reminder, watch the Cooligans television show. where We have uh, an exciting show coming up. Uh, this Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Fubo Sports Network. Uh, watch on Fubo TV or on FuboSportsNetwork.com or subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel uh, for uh, for uh, clips of the show and stuff. But we have an awesome uh, episode coming up with uh, with the homie Giles Barnes. You guys remember Giles Barnes? He played for the Houston Dynamo, so good. Orlando City, Vancouver Whitecaps, uh, just like an MLS kind of journeyman. But he came from England. That was a, a, a legend at Derby County and uh, one of the coolest dudes 
you, you're, you're ever going to hear from. So we have an awesome, awesome conversation with him, uh, a great interview. So that's happening uh, on Thursday, 7 p.m. And then you can uh, you can catch that on YouTube on Friday and the Cooligans podcast uh, on Friday as well. So subscribe um, uh, to to the Cooligans podcast, Football Sports YouTube channel. And uh, also shout to everybody who uh, has left a rating on Spotify. We had about like, I think like something like 25 people leave five stars on spotify so if you listen on spotify it's it's right there just put five stars it's not gonna kill you how about this even if you don't listen on spotify because i have spotify but i don't listen to podcasts on spotify uh-huh. i haven't made that transition just yet i still gave us five stars wow you know i'm mean? brave so you of do you. the same thing to open a different you know I mean? app and hit the five stars you really <laughs> not just that i also have to like hit the little surge button <laughs> type in hooligans you yeah, know what i mean it's it's a commitment and we appreciate everybody's uh, uh effort in doing that okay um fan x y said martin hit us with a year hey and then he subscribed board martin thank you so much board martin not but you're not gonna be bored today Okay, because we have uh, a lot to discuss, especially it's it's uh you know it's obviously tra- the transfer window is still uh, open. Somebody said, close the window, you're letting in a draft, but no, we're not. Okay, the MLS <laughs> Super Draft. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so uh, where where to begin um uh, today? Let's talk about Ronaldo. Let's talk about Ronaldo mm-hmm. because this is this is uh, really interesting. And I'd love to hear your take on it. And obviously, whenever we talk about Cristiano Ronaldo, we have to, unfortunately, we have to remove what we know about him as a a human being, being a a terrible human being. And we just have to talk about specifically his place as a legend at Manchester United. The fans have very clearly fallen back in love with him since he uh, didn't go to City and made the switch last second to go back to Manchester United, right? His club of previous where he was, uh, you know, began his 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 uh, life as a as a uh, football legend so to speak it ain't going great right Ole Gunnar Solskjaer he's gone Ralph Ranick Chris Armas is there Ronaldo's like get this dude who sounds like Alexis Guerrero's away from me <laughs> right because he's got our accent supposedly he had crisis talks with his team over this past uh week and what the rumor now is, and a pretty substantial rumor, shouts to Robert from LA. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. A pretty substantial rumor is that PSG is back in the running for for uh, to sign him. Supposedly really? he wants he wants to leave Manchester United and is willing to go play at PSG, the kid I'm wearing right now, which means he would f- play with Lionel Messi, which was the big rumor for a long time, is that he would play with Lionel Messi towards the end of his career, but then obviously that didn't happen. But then another rumor mm. has also started, which also has legs, that he might go to Barca. Barcelona is interested in signing. Thank you, Jamie Lawton, for uh, for hosting. He uh, Barcelona is interested in signing Cristiano Ronaldo, and the rumor also states that Cristiano Ronaldo is interested in going to Barcelona. Now, in one move, if he goes to Barcelona, he could ruin his legacy at two clubs, <laughs> Real Madrid and Manchester United by leaving. Mm. If he goes to PSG, he kind of gives most of the fans of what they want, but he would be leaving Manchester United. So the question I ask, and I want the fans to chime in as well in the chat, does this actually ruin his legacy if he decides to leave? Or do you think Manchester United fans, and if we have any in the chat, let me know, you think Manchester United fans would blame Manchester United? and not Ronaldo for leaving. 
Okay. So I first the the rumor to Barca. I don't even understand. Let's break the whole thing down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So first that financially, they, if they couldn't afford Messi, they can't afford Ronaldo. They can't even afford the players that they pretty much have. They've had to. What are you talking about? They went out and got Ferran Torres, uh, Ferran Torres, and they made him the most expensive signing. Yes. And uh, how did Spanish they signing of all time? And how did they register him as a player? They had to uh, renegotiate uh, Samuel Umtiti's contract so he would accept mm-hmm. less money. Bing bong. <laughs> Hey, thank you for the bing thank bong. Thank you, Bourmoyer, <laughs> for the bing bong. Um, they, they made Samuel Umtiti take less. Uh, I mean, now, now I... So Umtiti's going to have to take even less money. <laughs> <laughs> we need the Umteta um instead of... The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's right here, man. <laughs> okay. um, but he's, he had to take less money before they could register uh, Ferran uh, Torres. So this is always what they're going to keep doing. They have so many financial issues that they have to like, oh, Ronaldo was going to show up. Then they're going to be like, okay, Antu Fati, like, yo, some, can you lend us a couple dollars? Because this dude, yeah, yeah. it's not. Listen, uh, we got a loan as a club. <laughs> Problem is we put it under your name. <laughs> Look, so we, know, we, we know you got it because we gave I you know. the money. Don't say you don't. We renegotiated. <laughs> is it for exactly the amount we renegotiated for? Yeah. So as far as the government's concerned, you've got no money and you want a lot in taxes. But. <laughs> Real shame. Uh, so, no, I, I think that um, that issue with, with Barcelona's financial issues Issues where they're always yo JD14 said now nah, the Cam New will have to become the Camp Crypto <laughs> and they'll be good. <laughs> yo, Camp Crypto is I could fire. I could mess with that. Camp Crypto. CampCrypto.com. <laughs> the merch. The merch alone. All right. Let's yo, go. more like Camp New money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> let's do it, bro. I love Damn. it. Damn. Okay. And you remember Barcelona used to be the, you know, we don't. We don't put a sponsor on our shirt because this because we're the sh- national shirt this for shirt Catalonia. Is, yeah, no, they're <laughs> yeah. like fuck all that. Which yeah, all- <laughs> fuck all that. <laughs> More like yo, we're the national team for Catalonia, brought to you by, <laughs> by, by NFTs. <laughs> oh, you don't know what NFTs is? Okay, just know yeah. it's expensive. All right. Yeah, <laughs> buy one. We stands for No Far on Tour. So we, we can't register this motherfucker until y'all pony up with some dough. <laughs> Oh my god. They're gonna sign Ronaldo with like yo Ronaldo, we want you. But yo, real quick, you got any cash? <laughs> you can yo, just let me just let me hold two, three million right now. What's the big uh-huh. deal? You- I mean I'm acting like you ain't got it. We saw what you were getting paid in Italy. We'll take it in Lira. All them all them uh followers you got on IG, you don't got no NIL deal? What's this? Right? <laughs> yo, you can't can't do a little couple couple tummy tea? Huh? <laughs> a couple tummy tea ads? Get on, you know oh what I mean? Oh my god. My god. Goodness. Um, okay, so <laughs> just uh, yeah, they, they just have the Barca players doing ads for uh, you know what's the Dollar Shave Club and <laughs> Harry's <laughs> yeah. <or> Man- <laughs> Manscape. <laughs> Come on, figure it out. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Nick Lay said Matt Damon starts doing ads for Barca. Sure, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I don't know, like I, even the idea of him leaving uh, at all. Look, I I think at this point, um, any team that is going for him because he didn't really go to to uh, for, to Manchester United for a lot of money. Um, it was it was he, he is a commercial investment. Essentially, he's obviously one of the most popular people on the planet. 
And people are aware of so that. So you're saying he's a marketing ploy more than a player. Look, it, it is you saw the how everybody hated him at Juve. Uh, you know, they just, nobody felt he made the team better. Um, and uh, uh, same things happening, same things at, happening United. at United. I mean, I don't know, but they love him. Uh, the fans because he's he's getting results and he's getting he's he's scoring goals and they're like incredible goals. They're, I mean, it's highlight. Jamie Lawton who we know is the president of Leicester city. So not a Manchester United fan. Yeah. He said, Ronaldo only got to Manchester United for a return and a big media blow up in my opinion. So I think most people have now kind of come to see the light that in the beginning, it was cool. Cause he was, you know, saving the game at the, at the last second and scoring goals and, and, you know, saving Ole Gunnar's uh, ass. But now I think you realize like, this has been a big marketing success, but overall bust. No, I, I love this from uh, Robert from LA. He says, "Just imagine the reaction from El Chiringuito." Let's go, bro! The level of drama music <laughs> they will be playing when this happens. Literally, bro. it'll be cut to, cut to, cut to. Just angry, yeah. just angry yeah, Spanish yeah. men. <laughs> they do that thing with the camera when the guys at the screen. You know what I mean? When they got it's the like, camera yeah, like this. Why, yeah, why well, I'm getting nauseous watching this show? <laughs> why are you wearing? Why are you wearing one of those floaty things around your neck? Because just in case I fall. I was just. Like, why, I, hey, this is interesting. Chiringuito. You can see sick from a tv show <laughs> chiringuito does something pretty incredible because i was so i was watching uh, this thing came up on on tiktok that i saw about the show coco melon do you know this show it's like a child it's a i've heard of it but i know it's like for it. babies it's a it's a children's show and but i heard it's like intriguing like people get like drawn in yeah and children do because they they they've done like research in when when they when they're showing children cartoons and like as far as like especially young very young children, toddlers, they, they don't have a long attention span. They really only have like, they, they, they essentially only watch the, the TV for something like 30% of the time. Like most of the time they, they look away and Coco Melon does something quite intentional where they, they, they do, they cut to several different characters. It, it's you're, you're never looking at the same thing for more than about three to four seconds. So it, the, uh, the attention span of a child is always like firing, and this is why kids. So it's always new, yeah, new, this, new, new. And this new. chiringuito is doing the coco melon method. It, it is yeah, just coco like coco melon is doing the chiringuito <laughs> method. <laughs> okay, that little uh, animated kids uh, just being angry about uh, about Lionel yeah. Messi. Yeah, they're stuff. really upset about the the bear going from one dollhouse <laughs> to the other one. <laughs> it's uh, no, but it's crack for 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 kid, and it, it's it's like the the new style of entertainment so and chiringuito is like almost like very forward thinking they they are adding the entertainment to just like the it's really chiringuito is just a, a men's gossip channel essentially right it's real housewives <laughs> the, the one where they watch it again or whatever yeah yeah like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, andy cohen it's andy cohen <laughs> of soccer. uh five takes said he's a ployer not a player for them it was a strange signing from the start Bro, it was kind of hold up hold up let's, it, let's give let's so five takes coming through with the with the bars of hi. He, <laughs> he's a, sorry. Did he just do his own daily dub right now? <laughs> coming through, he's a ployer, not a player. Okay, okay, all right. I did. And by the way, when you wasn't looking, I I, I Google I binged what ployer. Means. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's to bend or to sag. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you, you know what? You're you're educating Alexis. So this is uh, not bad. Hi. Okay. Uh, Brushy eighty seven said, "Yo, Alexis, that farting girl story had me dying, fam." Okay. I got you. <laughs> right. When I see something that, that interests me, I know there's other oh. other people that want to hear more. Okay. Is this my wheelhouse. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If someone say selling farts, I think I need to. <laughs> I think I need oh, to pipe up. Did someone, did, did someone, uh, uh, you know, shine the fart signal? Because I'm there. Bro. <laughs> Is someone making money off of their body dances? <laughs> I need to hear more about this. Okay, uh, Jamie Lawton said, "I just watched a live documentary on TV about Casper Schmeichel and his journey of becoming a goalkeeper. Uh, what teams he went to, then winning, then playing for Denmark, and then the owner of Leicester passing away. One of the best documentary I've ever watched. Okay, Jamie, you know we, we will check it out." When we need, I mean, Jimmy Lawton is our Cooligans Lester correspondent. So thank you so much. He'll tell you about the food in the VIP suite. He'll tell you about shoulder programming they have on TV that references Lester City. And he got all, all Lester City co- uh, covered for us. Uh, Jamie, what's the name of the documentary? Because I will, I will watch it. And and you uh, that you, you you mentioned Denmark. Have you seen? Did you see the interview where Christian Eriksen? Saying that he wants to come back and play, and he wants to he wants to play uh, in the World Cup. Did you see this, Alexis? This is very stupid, but I do want to talk about that. Okay, I just want to finish talking about Ronaldo. Right. If he goes to Barcelona, guaranteed, Real Madrid fans and Manchester United fans hate him, right? Mm-hmm. But if he goes to PSG and he plays with Messi, don't you think he kind of gets out of the whole hatred thing? I mean, PSG are not in a great position either. I, I mean, they are not playing extremely well. And but he'll play with Messi. I mean, look, it'll be it'll be exciting. It'll be there'll be a lot of drama. Um, I, I would be interested in seeing it solely for the spectacle. There's no way, and I can't even visualize it that they would be good teammates. That they would just find any level of chemistry. There's no way. Wait. Wait, so you thought this whole time when I said I was excited to see it, you assumed I thought, or you thought I was assuming it would go well? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the soap opera level drama that this would become yeah, and it would, would be out of this world. It would put Messi in an interesting place because he is a pretty reserved guy. Doesn't really, he's not super outspoken, doesn't really criticize teammates or anything he lets his fashion do the talking. <laughs> i'm sorry he lets his fashion do the screaming <laughs> it would it would be it would in, interestingly it would be a way worse scenario for messi who doesn't want to be bothered with with the drama around his life even more than than necessary and i also think he would he loves competing more with ronaldo than the idea of Playing on the same team is there's no way it could work. This, yeah, but here's the thing: if it happens, low key, it's it's an opportunity for Ronaldo to outshine Messi on his own team. I think that's why Ronaldo would do that. I don't think it's because of the Ronaldo played off in the media as to a it's an opportunity for us to play together. It's great that we get to play together, so on and so forth. And let's not forget that that would be Mbappe, Ronaldo, Messi. And Neymar on one team, which is bananas. Financial, That's un- unless Mbappe gets sold. A financial p- fair what? 
Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. It would just make no sense. Financial uh, fair play ball. <laughs> That's all they heard. Keep it going, uh, boys. All right. But uh, I think low key and not that low key. I think Ronaldo's inspiration for doing that would be that he gets to one up Messi on his own squad because obviously it hasn't been going incredibly well for Messi at PSG, especially not in Ligue 1. I know he's doing a little better in Champions League, but it hasn't been going so smoothly. Meanwhile, Ronaldo's still scoring goals and looks physically still capable of keeping up a high level at Manchester United. I think this would be a really, this would put Messi into a depressive state, I think, having to play with him. But I think Ronaldo would do it because it would sort of, you know, kill the question once and for all as to who's better. Because I think Ronaldo thinks he'll go there and outperform. Bro. And I just want to mention, Crimson Pizza said, I think Alexis is right. Ah. Ronaldo plus Messi is a bigger story than Ronaldo leaving Manchester United again, which would be smart for Ronaldo. Okay, so you you just said it would put an end to the question of who's better. That question is never going. Head. Okay, maybe the, the the question is never going anywhere for the rest of our lives. So yeah, we, people are still talking yeah. about uh, you know Jordan and LeBron, and they played. They never even they, they never barely played. Literally, the, the, the crossover yeah. was like fifteen minutes, and they're right. still having that debate. So Dimitri said something that I think is important. He said, "Who takes the pens?" Oh my God! That alone, that moment alone, free kicks. I think Ronaldo, Ronaldo's going to take him without consent, according to his history. <laughs> I mean, yeah. As Messi's waiting, when you hear a whistle. Ronaldo runs in and kicks the ball. Ridiculous. Okay. Uh, so these uh, Lozada said you you've got to work so hard in the prem these days. They're just too old. Man City wouldn't take any of them. Uh, okay. Yeah, look, you he, know what? I, I would agree with you if it wasn't for Ronaldo's form since he's been back. It, I, I think look, he's proven he's capable. It's not like when like when uh, Ibrahimovic was at United, he was kind of old and slow already. But he this wasn't is different, but he wasn't hurting the team or he wasn't affecting the team at, at, at like tactically as much, or, you know, negatively as. No, I agree. Ronaldo with you. Is. In I fact, mean, I would even say. Uh, thank you so much for hitting that uh, subscription button, William Julius. Let's go. You. Thank you, both of you guys, William, William Andrew. <laughs> thank okay. you. Uh, here's here's all I'll say about you know whether Ronaldo hurts United or not. I test says he does. Certain stats will tell you he does. No, there's no way to really prove he does. You know what I mean? There's no way to, to definitively say he does because. It it calls to question as to whether other players are deferring to him, which is what I see, which is why I think Bruno's numbers are down and why the team is not playing as well as they could is because they are deferring to him. So I agree with you, but that it's not definitive to say that. Brush87, who is a, a United fan, said uh, Ron should not be on free kicks. He scored like two in the pat in the last 80. Also, how cool are you with the guy? You go Ron. <laughs> My man Ron. <laughs> uh, you nicknamed his last name? That's a you gotta be from good friends. He also said Brush 87 also said Slotan was younger than Ron is now when we had him. LOL. But physically not the same player. Yeah. You know, comparable to what Ronaldo is now. Ronaldo physically is much younger than Slotan was, you know, uh what? Uh uh what do you, what would you guys call it? A header merchant. <laughs> sure I, I mean just the but Zlatan's game and and just obviously he was like he's not as physically gifted he's not as fast and things like that but he was just such a a, a strong player kind of more hold up and and and, and so yeah. incredibly creative um so they they just played their styles of of game is just 
just wildly different. But when you think of, you know, Rangnick and, and now having this like Red Bull style system in Manchester United, it doesn't really, I don't know how much it's going to work. And then having a player how, like Ronaldo in that. How else are you that, going to install a new system mid-season? This was so stupid to let Ole Gunnar Solskjaer get this far. And by the way, Nick Lage uh, said Chris Armas is the one hurting man. You <laughs> and Fanny Swipe put, why is Armas at United? <laughs> Did you just wake up, Manji? Well, it is a look. If look, the the I don't know how how proven it is as far as like the 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 Red Bull system, but you know <coughs> we we see it work and be functional and 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 in different countries and. It's not always about just. It's not about winning, but there's Leipzig is consistent. RB Salzburg is very consistent. They, there's a, there's a philosophy there that can be easily also, taught. You know, Ralph Rangnick's system. You know, helped develop. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jurgen Klopp. It helped develop. Uh, yeah. you know, um, uh, Nagelsmann. It's it's uh, Tuchel. It's led to a lot of people that have become very successful. So the system itself certainly has merit. But how the hell are you gonna how are you gonna change? everything completely in in two three months you just can't yeah you had to come into united just make sure that they finish in the top four do whatever you can play defensive get the points when you can play counterattack and football and then over that summer you can start to institute your system when you have a full yeah. you know preseason you can't be doing this you know over the christmas race boxing day they still got yeah. games yeah there was um uh, I was reading, uh, I mentioned this last week, but Grant Wall's book, there's a chapter about um, Roberto Martinez. And he talks about, you know, the difference between being like a national team manager and a club manager. And he talks about that in preseason, you have about 60 sessions. You get about 60 sessions with players to instill whatever system you want to to input. And when a manager comes in midseason, it is, you know, obviously it's way more challenging to to to, to do that. So I guess the main thing with, with Oligana Solskjaer, it, it, it didn't make any sense to get rid of him at the, like let him finish out the season because Manchester United, they weren't going to, they probably weren't going to miss out on Europe at the very least. I mean, they were playing well enough to probably get there. Or, look, they're certainly not going to get relegated, right? No, of course, yeah. But you, you don't, you don't want to slide. You don't want to, you don't want to stay in the seventh to ninth position. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to kind of meander there because then the club sort of, you know, Manchester United is one of those clubs where if you're not perpetually winning, you're failing. Right. Uh, but, you know, versus Everton, who's just like, hey, man, we're happy out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I would describe it as. Happy. Very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I met the fans. Trust me. Y'all finish, y'all finish above eighth, y'all are happy. I, I don't care what that, Yeah, that I can understand. But uh, yeah, I would not describe the fan base as happy right now. Anyway. Uh, Nick Lage said that roster fits the Red Bull system as well as an extra small Speedo would fit Alexis <laughs> or a triple XL baggy jeans would fit Christian. How'd you get Christian's high school pictures? <laughs> hey, okay. Give me that extra small Speedo. I need it. It fits perfectly. <laughs> uh, Fan XY said, Alexis said in a previous pod, don't change the system middle of the season. Wait till preseason. Yeah, I did say that. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> So, uh, look, it, it is a, a, you know, we talk about Manchester United so much. They're always a topic of conversation, but the they are 
they keep being newsworthy. They need they uh, they they're not going to improve uh, you know without uh time. And then essentially I think my main question right now is do we think Ralph Ragnick is will will be the manager next season? Because he's only on I a 6-month deal. I don't know if he's the manager deal. at the end of the season. I, I don't think well, so. No, either. he won't be the manager next season. He's he's only doing the 6-month deal and then he goes to the front office. He might not even get the chance to go to the front office. Sure. Yeah. That that is the um so Lozada said no never. Yeah, that, that seems to be the main like uh the main reason why this probably was not a good idea. Cause the Yeah, you can't give somebody say, yo, just carry us for six months and then you can go relax in an office. That's, that's a, well, the, Jamie Lawton said, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't even take any United player at the moment because the attitude stinks. Bruno is playing awful, trying too much. When I go when I go watch Leicester, I want a quick start pass, move toward move, turn, and squeeze when defending. Uh, for example, Lookman has changed our spe- the speed of our game. He comes on with fight and plays for the badge. Bruno just stands there. And I think this is something I've heard multiple times, and I know uh, you know, someone else mentioned um, Marcus Rashford's attitude, who's clearly not having a great season. People seem to forget he scored 21 goals last season, but whatever. Uh, he's not having a great season this year. Um I get that that the attitude looks different, but I honestly think it's back to what Christian said. I think a lot of what you're seeing is people are either afraid to assert themselves, don't fit the system they're in. So Bruno being the type of player who likes to roam and pick out passes and kind of do his thing and have those moments where he kind of attacks the net. You can't really do that every round friendly system. And the other thing is they're deferring to Ronaldo. You know what I mean? Like Christian said previous. And I think that's really the issue is everyone's looking bad because they're all trying to make this one person look good and it ain't working. And then on top of that, you try to add a new system. And I know for the cup match, they went back to their four, two, three, one, which was like, all right, fine. If you don't want to play the double dick, we don't play the double dick. You the know, double I mean? we're dick, not going to do the, the double dick has never let us down. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's twin Richard standing right there. I need you. But no, we're not going to. I need you to trust the double dick. <laughs> yeah, Have listen, faith. It's imposing at first. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It seems like it's a lot, but you'll get used <laughs> yeah. to it. Okay. You think one is a lot, but two, <laughs> you know, but trust me. <laughs> at the end of the day, you're just gonna realize how comfortable you've been this whole time uh <laughs> why why haven't i been doing this uh, the whole time anyway the whole time double day. um so <laughs> i'm i want to apologize to everyone watching and listening. we don't know what we're gonna say yes. before we start double down on the double day <laughs> sometimes you've just gotta dig deeper <laughs> um can we get a uh share that says uh, I need you to trust the double. <laughs> uh, to play Rev Gabe, you need young men willing to run from that double. No. Uh, so, should Ralph try the Alexis defense running around without pants on? Says Fan XY. Mm. Hey, it's, 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 we might see it in, in uh, California. Sure. We might see it in Los Angeles. But th- to that point, I just don't, I don't think the way, and by the way, he did switch back to the old formation. And it wasn't great. They didn't look amazing. They got, I think they got lucky. Other people will tell you they got lucky. Uh, I'm personally under the impression that it wasn't wonderful, but I think this is the problem you're going to run into. I think Ralph Rania came in, said, yo, we're going to try a bunch of shit. It didn't look great. So he decided, you know what? I'm going to try less shit. 
<laughs> I think that's what he's like. Damn, bro. I just, I just, <laughs> yeah. you know, these modern managers these days are really like, wow, blow my mind. Let me know if you need to bang anything, <laughs> any of the words I used in there. You know what I mean? Yo, yo, everybody, huddle up, huddle up. <laughs> <We're> doing, <laughs> you know how that how we were doing a, a ton of shit last time? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> We ain't going to do that much shit this time, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As William Shakespeare once said. <laughs> Yo, Gaffer, really forward thinking. Okay. Yo, uh, everyone just does this after I say it. They, <laughs> Everyone's snapping. They won 1-0 um, uh, against Aston Villa. Um, there, there was... Uh, I, I didn't really get this. Maybe somebody in the chat can... Um, can uh, you know maybe clarify but apparently Steven Gerrard did some sort as he was walking onto the pitch at Old Trafford he made some sort of gesture or did something I thought he like it looked like he just like kind of scratched his face or something I don't know what he did but it, it, it was like all over the news like oh my god did you see what CVG did like and he really he just like like smirked or something I don't even know what the big deal was but it was it was obviously Stephen Gerrard's uh, first time back at Old Trafford since he, he was obviously at Liverpool. But uh, so if anybody, what knows, did he do? I don't even really know. But it was it was like trending for a little bit of something he did. I mean, I'll 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 look it up. Uh, but, what could it have been? Let me see. Did he do the middle finger? Do you know that thing where like you scratch your nose with it, the middle finger? It might have been that. School? It might have been that. Uh, <laughs> That'd be kind of dope. Oh, so he, these he are some of the quotes. These are some of the quotes. He said, uh, uh, this is from Standard Sport, says, uh, I've, I have been to no- noisier stadiums than this, <laughs> which is already like. <laughs> and that upset people? I don't know. It's just, uh, but look, this, these are some of the quotes. Um, he says, Stephen Gerrard, uh, Gerrard labels Man United crowd relatively quiet as he takes jab at Old Trafford reception. So I guess when he walked in, they, you know, he got, uh, you know, obviously a negative reception because uh, only in England would saying someone so a stadium is relatively <laughs> quiet. Is yeah. that considered very disrespectful? This, this right here. You see what you see what I'm playing? I don't know what he did exactly. What he smells fingers? It look it looked like he was smelling one of the the jar farts. You know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> the guy paid for it. What's it say? Old Trafford's. I, that, I can't that, read his. That's blurry. in Turkish. That's in Turkish. Uh, well, oh, click let, on it and uh, translate it to okay. see if. Uh, let me fix the uh, the resolution for you so you can see it a bit clearer. Uh, does anybody I, I never understand? If anybody in the chat knows what he did. It looks like he's stiffing like a smelling salt. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ch- Chanchada Millonaria said, was he repping east side? <laughs> he came through like, you, you, you know what we do out here? With, double, and with the AV. <laughs> you feel me? So it looks like he's just smelling some smelling salt, but maybe, maybe that was the jab. Like, oh, I got to wake up because you're not loud enough. Maybe that's what he was doing. Don't know. Well, look, he turned around to the camera. Oh, so put, my oh wait, no, saying, he put chewing gum in his mouth. That's what he did. That's what Lozader. He's putting Lozader said he's putting chewing gum. So why is this disrespectful? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. This was literally genuinely a big deal. Like people were reacting to like, oh, look at CVG being CVG again. Don't even know why. Just he's just he's just chewing on his chicken. He said the place is relatively quiet <laughs> and he put chewing gum in his mouth and y'all are flipping out about this? Bro, front page of the sun. People are losing their minds. Well, <laughs> y'all, 
Y'all emo as hell. <laughs> you, you, just because you hate somebody already don't mean everything they do. This is something I do all the time where I'll say, Christian, I'm like, yo, you, yo, you heard the way he said good morning? <laughs> yo, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He don't like us. You feel me? Like, this has been my role since the beginning of this whole thing. Such but a, now y'all doing it worse than me. <laughs> such a weird thing. Uh, so, actually, speaking of, uh, of Aston Villa, we should uh, talk about uh, Philip Coutinho. On loan, Philippe Coutinho uh, going made the jump back to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. With uh, so he's going to uh, Lozader. I'm gonna allow it for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just because I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so yes, Philippe uh, Coutinho will be going to Aston Villa on loan. Um, and there were the rumor was he might the Everton were interested in him and blah blah blah. He ended up going play with uh, you know, his homie Steven Gerrard, who we played with at, at Liverpool. Um, so what do you what are you thinking about this move? Do you think uh, you know, this re- revitalizes Coutinho's career because they really did not surprisingly really did not work out in uh, in Barca. Look, I think at this point, if you would have asked me about Philippe Coutinho a year ago or two years ago, I would have told you like, yo, he deserves to move back, yada, yada, yada. This is unfortunately the right level for him. I think Everton missed an opportunity uh, by taking him on loan. Um, I think you need help in the midfield. I thought he would have been a perfect fit. He kind of reminded me of James Rodriguez of somebody who needed uh, an opportunity at a club like Everton that tends to be pretty positive about their players at the very least uh, to, to sort of come back, if you will get back in top form. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, it might be a little late. He might be washed. You know, I don't know how he's going to play in Steven Gerrard's system, which is a bit more active, a bit more, you know, uh, you know, sort of attack, attack, attack. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I, I think the, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be a, a good fit and, and, and a stronger kind of attacking threat, but only if he is, the Coutinho we're used to seeing. I it, it's it's kind of sur- he's not going to be he's not going to be Liverpool Coutinho. But it's it what he didn't get injured like nothing really happened to him. He just went to Barca. I don't know. Th- he got injured. Did he have a knee injury? Was it severe? I don't remember him. No, I don't think it's like severe. Severe. I think the in- the, the the injury was just putting on the Barca shirt, bro. There's just something <laughs> happened to him. Umpiti's <laughs> like, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I injured my bank account <laughs> putting this shirt on. Don't know what happened, man. It's just like a, a a. How do you you know? How do you go from just having such an a. a dominating in the Premier League, being, uh, you know, g- getting such a huge, like, money move um, and then just not showing up when when he got, when he got to Spain. Uh, just absolutely shocking. The- also, he currently has... Uh, he just beat... He just beat coronavirus. He had coronavirus. I'm trying to find his injuries. Yeah, I don't remember him. I know it's on transfer market somewhere. Uh What's the uh, brush 87 said he took a wage cut. Villar paying 60% and he waived the rest. So Barca could register Ferran Torres. Look at this. Look Home at this. He's like, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> look at the, Look at what the situation. This is how down bad Barca are. Where they're yo, like, Barca are moving and shaking within their own club. They're like, uh, yo, I know you're leaving, but just- you can't even pick up the phone <laughs> if the club calls you. <laughs> you can't even pick up the phone because you know what they're gonna uh, ask for. Ah, uh, <laughs> embarrassing! What? Just an embarrass. Uh, this is. I, I don't think this gets talked about enough. How poorly 
mismanaged this club has been. This is one of the biggest brands you, in Fly. the world. Fanix Fly, thank you for the love. Um, By the way, he he had a rupture of his outer meniscus that had him out for 220 days. Whoa. This was in Nutmeg. December of uh, 2020. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was that serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he missed 33 matches for Barcelona. All right. So maybe he's just not, maybe he's not the same guy. Uh, CampCrypto.com looking more likely <laughs> by the day. Yo, they are. Down bad FC. Bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, um, yeah. So, look, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see him play, uh, you know, back in the Premier League, and we'll see what, what he can do. No, I don't. Nutmeg is losing his mind. I, I, yeah. I, I think he's. A, Does he just not like the word? You know, like if you say Alexa's too loud, the Alexa thinks you're talking to it. If you say Coutinho, is that a nickname for uh, <laughs> for uh, Nutmeg? That's just like a attack signal. Um, <laughs> uh, Brush eighty seven said Barca are one of the biggest footballing institutions. Probably the only club run worse than United. <laughs> it, it is a. Is it obviously a big responsibility and generation after generation, it gets more challenging because as, as the world evolves and businesses evolves and the internet and everything, nutmeg. And JD one four said nutmeg saw this DVD <laughs> clip. He's upset. How dare you stay relative? I wish your apartment was relatively quiet. Nutmeg. What is going on, bro? He lost. He's just losing his mind. Um, okay. So, by the way, Brushy87 is a United fan, so he's allowed to say that. But I do want to bring up Vinegar Strokes previously said, uh, shouts to Vinegar Strokes for hanging out with us, uh, said, but there's no way Everton can afford those wages. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's possible. No, Ever- I don't know if that's true. Everton can't afford his wages, no? No, because they, they're they're putting the money into the stadium right now. They, they For the next, like, probably two seasons or, two, or at least two, three windows, I, I don't see them bringing pretty much anybody in. At, like they're not bringing any big name players until that stadium is built. That's it. And that's the thing with, you know, the way stadiums Oof. are built in, in Europe versus the way they're at least, at least in England versus the way yeah, they're here. The owners just steal tax. Money. Yeah. They're, they're like, Hey, look, this is, look, this, this thing that's going to take up eight city blocks. is going to be so beneficial yeah. to you. I promise. And Dude, you're not, do you have any idea how many jobs is going to give you guys <laughs> mostly in the picking up chicken fingers department, but still. <laughs> okay. Also, I love that. They use taxes for healthcare in England, but here we use it for stadiums. Yeah, for bro, bigger. No, we, but, come on now. <laughs> These suites. We are know not, how to use our money correctly. We don't need a hospital. We need, you know, we need <laughs> microwaves in the in the suites, <laughs> bro. I mean, if you don't go to the infirmary at the stadium, <laughs> if you don't feel good, bro. <laughs> okay. This is the problem. Um, England didn't have no eagles land on the shoulders of its founding exactly. fathers. You know, you even like me? like the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles have a a, a goddamn jail in their stadium yeah. you know and a court and, and a, a full-ass court tax money went to that okay <laughs> bruh a judge gets sent to the stadium for every game because that's how illegal everyone in philadelphia right. eventually is he's like dun, dun, dun. you're doing three years go birds okay <laughs> okay uh jd14 said speaking of owners southampton are owned by a dragon now what a dragon where's that uh Speaking of uh, uh, who is a dragon? Is that a, a wealthy family, a Russian family, or something? Southampton. No, I don't see. Uh, who are the owners? What's a dragon? <laughs> or is it a dragon? 
Drag Drag on the the Rough Rider uh, the rapper. rapper. <laughs> Remember Drag uh, on? Wh- what was his thing? He wasn't stop drop. No, what was his joint? Oh, I don't remember. Dragon uh, Solak Solak. Damn, I'm afraid already just from that <laughs> name, bro. How you gonna How you gonna How you gonna say no to Dragon? <laughs> Dragon Solak. Okay, let's. Dragon's a lock to punch you in the face if you talk crazy. Well, this is a chess player. Is that who? Is that who it is? Because the the name I'm seeing right here is this is a Turkish Serbian chess grandmaster who also now hates Portsmouth FC. I'm assuming this is updated in Wikipedia. So uh, yeah, I'm assuming this is the this is the person. Uh Somebody, oh, where is that? <laughs> yeah, no, that that is him, Dragon Solak. Where is? So no, th- that's not him. So you're reading about some actually, you know what? Player. It, says, it might be him. Do you see it right there? It says uh, Dragon Solak is a Turkish Serbian chess. He's a Grand Serbian Master. billionaire through a telecommunications company called Sport Republic, who also now hates Portsmouth FC, which is that's the that's their rival. Southampton's rival is Portsmouth. Same name, Damn. different guy. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what JD was at. <laughs> the wrong. But it's, it's, there's too many dragons. <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's born in 1964. The Serbian tycoon, very scary. It's <laughs> to put together. Uh, founded his telecommunications company back in 2000 and turned it from a cable operator in Serbia into a regional leader delivering services across eight countries. Okay. Damn. All right. So his channels have the Premier League TV rights. Ah. Interesting. Okay, so this is the guy here. So there's a chess player yeah. with the same name, but the photos that are above so this is somebody this is being jokingly <laughs> updated the wrong dragon's Wikipedia. <laughs> and he probably has no clue why. He's like, what these sports must? Okay. He's like, why do I hate sports? <laughs> Hilarious. Uh so but okay, so then this is See the 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 chess player Dragon Salak looks a lot more like a Dragon Salak. You know what I mean? He also looks like a younger Dragon Salak. He looks like pre money, <laughs> pre two thousand Dragon Salak. <laughs> okay, so uh, all right. Well, shouts to Southampton. Best of luck uh, to them. Okay, Brush eighty seven says shout out to Harry Redknapp who managed both. He gave zero f's when switching from Portsmouth to South uh, to Southampton back in the day. And I just want to I want to give a shout out to one of my first memories of like being able to like fully understand like the, the reason behind it and the chant itself. Uh, like one of the uh, first English chants where I like I knew the whole story because a lot of times we would get the matches here, but we wouldn't get any of like the the ancillary news about some of the people in, yeah. in like the Premier League and stuff. Harry Redknapp uh, gets in trouble for not paying his taxes, right? So I, I remember hearing about this. And I, if I'm not mistaken, he was uh, Tottenham manager at the time, which is probably why I had heard about it, right? Um, and I remember he, the, the North London Derby, they chanted, he pays when he wants, he pays when he wants. Harry Redknapp, he pays when he wants. And I remember that moment. I'm like, okay, now I understand yeah. why they're singing it. Yeah, we we just we're not part of the inside jokes. Uh, now that's nah, gotten man. a little bit better. Skips right over us. As, uh, as Americans. Okay. 
So we're like the we're like the wrong Dragon Solak reading his own Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, Go, I just to, don't get it. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. All right, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on uh, to the GQ photo shoot uh, for the Liverpool winger uh, Mohamed Salah. And we gotta look. I know it. I know it's Liverpool, and Everton fans are gonna like lose their minds or whatever. But shouts to th- this Egyptian king, bro, because these photos they 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 did him justice. They, I think it was. It's a little. It's a little. It's a little like um. It's a little Hector Bellerinish, isn't it? Yeah, low, more low key, but definitely a. Uh, a, a an opportunity to show like I I look at the, the high shorts is a big thing for what are we doing with the high short? But he, and maybe I'm, that's only because my body tells you where to put the shorts. There's a big old <laughs> obstruction as yeah. to why I can't go this high. But the 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 he tolls them up. You know what I mean? He pulls mm. them joints up a little bit higher than he average, looks like you he, know he looks like he's playing basketball in 1973. You know what I mean? Like he looks that, like if he sits down, he's gonna go. Hey! You know, what I mean? <laughs> it's they're they're pulled up quite a bit. But this, I, I I look at these photos and I'm like, yo, Mama Salah, Matt, cute, cute guy. Hi. You know what? This is his Emily in Paris moment. You feel okay? Me? Are you watching you Emily know? in Paris? Is that why you? Were- I have seen two episodes, <laughs> and I looked at my wife and I go, "This is for children, right? <laughs> this can't be. This can't be for adults." Uh, what should we call it? Uh, it's, it's written like a high school drama, but, uh, you know, she's, I, even I said, I'm like, yo, why is she dressed like this? Even I said that. And my wife advised or, you know, let me in on the fact that she gets sort of ridiculed for how she dresses. Right. I uh, my, my first impression of Emily in Paris, when I saw it, her, her, my, my fiance, Helene was watching it and I, I just, I, I saw it and I'm like, this, this girl is maybe 85 pounds why is she the tiniest person in the world like she looks look i'm not gonna i'm i don't want nobody body shape me no, if i'm wearing that <laughs> no i mean but she, she'd be wearing like these wild wild hats and stuff no th- those are fine and i didn't realize she got made fun of for it and i think this is exactly what muhammad Salah's doing he's saying <laughs> i'm a dress for the controversy not for the comfort you feel me um, <laughs> nick Lage said where's the cigarette clip <laughs> yeah he just doesn't he really this he, isn't messy's gq moment you gotta lean in bro uh uh, but no, the, uh, so somebody said, uh, Vinegar, Vinegar Strokes said, Everton fan here will admit Salah's photo shoot is better than Pulisic's for sure. LOL. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it's, I'll, you know what? I'll hold that. It's I more hold that. like, it's more like he didn't try too hard and it's not like he didn't try at all. Like it's like, it's, it, it, it suits I'll him. I'll give him this much. He doesn't look uncomfortable at all. Right. Like right. facially, he doesn't look like, he looks okay with taking pictures. He's having a good time. I also love that Whenever, whenever football players do these fashion shoots, maybe Pulisic might be the first one I didn't see, but there's always one where they're like, you know, stand comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, all right, now do yeah. this, do that. Whenever they say stand comfortable, they have to do something with a soccer ball. You know what I mean? Like they have to do keep right. it up easier. It's like the only thing they know how to do. You know what I mean? It's the only way to get messy to smile in a photo. Yeah. Is to toss them a, a ball. Yeah. And at least like there, there aren't, I mean, I, I haven't seen any photo that w- where it's like, intentionally like hypersexual do you know what i mean like you just pulled up on one what are you talking about (laughs) no that all of them they all look all these photos scream like muhammad salah fucks you know what i mean like they say that 
but they but he's not actually saying it. The photos are doing the work, as a, right. as opposed to like Pulisic, who was like laying, you know, on a couch and doing the like. You know, I'm like, all right, we get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You kissed a girl. He's not. He's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you've you've seen a vagina. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, you read about it in uh, a book. This, Good for you. Uh-huh. You binged what it looked like. Uh, which we call it. I will say in all these photos, he's not brooding in any of these pictures. No, no. To your point, yeah. He's just like, hey, man, come on now. I'm just a guy, just a guy standing here. And the and the who happens to be ready to go when you are, you know. <laughs> okay, but I will make sure that you finish first, sweetheart. Uh-huh. You know, it, it, I'm a given lover. You know what I mean? They are. Crazy. And by the way, I might make you a pancake afterwards, <laughs> and it might be one of those little pancakes in the shape of a little bear. You know what I mean? Because uh, <laughs> I got it like that. And then the the bandana that is. The the rolled up bandana is you know I, I was going to mention this fan XY just said next thing solid workout videos which this is <laughs> this is screaming eighties workout video I mean I could yeah but the whole thing is screaming like eighties seventies yeah. kind of vibe and and, and, and Salah's like he is like physically fit he is rip he's like ripped but not like too much where it's like it, it's like you can see him in an eighties workout video where it's like, it's not, it's not too much. It's like the perfect amount of like weightlifting and jazzercise. That's right. That's the vibes I'm getting from him. Okay. Uh, I, I can see what you're saying. I am getting a very, uh, Jane Fonda workout tape vibe from him, but then see here, he looks like one of those old timey boxers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, graphic mess said Pulisic was doing the George Costanza. Remember that? The, the, oh, <laughs> how could I? 100%. As much as I try to wipe it from my brain, you know? <laughs> that exact- photo right there is straight from a Wes Anderson film. This whole thing has that Wes Anderson. That was uh, Vinegar Strokes. This whole thing has a Wes Anderson kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a very uh, aged photo. Very, uh, you know, uh, uh, if I may, uh, I'm a Leandor. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. You know what, you, what I'm talking about? I don't know what you said. You know the brand ALD, Amel Leandor? I don't know that one. No, I know the Ballon yeah, d'Or. You I know it. the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, very, so very close. <laughs> uh, do, do you see the video Chelsea put out with the photo booth? Uh, with the players and their families going into yes, photo booths, yes, like yes, the yes, players yes, that yes. play together? I do. So that I actually that. is like almost a direct ripoff of an Amel Leandor ad. Right. People ALD. were com- complaining. Some people say Amy Leandor. It's Amel. Okay. Uh, it's the French word for love. Uh, someone's been studying for his trip to Paris. Uh, Amé Leandor, this kind of has that same vibe to it, which is like everything looks a little aged. It looks a little Wes Anderson-y, you okay. know? Okay, but but credit to GQ for, uh, again, I, I th- this was, seemed they were prepared, they had a vision, uh, and I think they followed through just uh, very, very well, especially from... Um, you know, an Egyptian player, obviously playing. Uh, you know, they, uh, Egypt just lost uh, to Nigeria uh, in the the first match in uh, the Africa Cup of Nations. Great game, great game. Uh, Kalechi and Nacho with the goal, but uh, Mohamed Salah, look, is already it, uh, the conversation pretty much week in week out. Is Mohamed Salah the best player in the world right now? And uh, you know, everybody's asking it. Some people have, a, I think, a difficult time saying yes to that. Um, but I, I think he is, you know, obviously at the, the level that he's at and, and how consistently he's doing it. What I, do people have a tough time saying yes to saying that he's the greatest player in the world right now? That seems to I mean, it's, the, it's not like, 
you know, it's easy to say it about Messi. It's easy to say it about Ronaldo, whatever. Like, even those guys also had, you know, I, I, I could see it. Those guys had like track record. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they also have international displays of, of greatness. You know, obviously not a lot of success with Messi until uh, recent. But yeah, I think Mohamed Salah has always been like capable of being the greatest player. But I think this is the first year where he's kind of stitched it all together and the players around him aren't playing incredibly well. When he went on the Champions League run and the league run, um, you could have said, oh, people were like, oh, but the most important player is Sadio Mane. Or, oh, if it wasn't for Firmino playing this way, if it wasn't for Trent Alexander, if it wasn't for Virgil van Dyke, this is the first year where you're like, nah, man, Salah's doing, Salah's yeah, carrying yeah. it. Yeah, so I could see that. I could see your point there. So I, I can see why people have been hesitant so, in the past. But, so I applaud him for this because I think that the, maybe people seeing, maybe they have a tough time because he's an Egyptian player, just like, you know, or, or maybe just an African player, just to, to admit it and and say it and and he clearly does not have the marketability of a Messi and and Ronaldo. And- it might be the it might be North African because there's been other there's been African players where people have clearly said like that's the best player right now. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Um. So but so but we obviously we've never really seen uh just a, an Egyptian player. Uh, uh, you know, not Egyptian, but like Samuel Eto. Right, 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 know, right, right. Was like a god. He's from Cameroon. So the so so. I think the GQ, him doing this for GQ, even as like a, a even as a Muslim person, like this is not a thing we're sort of used to seeing. And and the fact that he's even like even in this photo where he's like wearing a mesh shirt, which is like not the biggest deal in the world, but it's like maybe no. culturally it might be like some people might be like, well, what is Muhammad Salah? You know, whatever. There might there's, there's conservative people yeah. like that. So for him to do this, I, I think it's like a, a really cool thing. I'm sure like people will say like in some of the first photos where he's wearing the shorts real high, like I know he fast, but them thighs ain't fast. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what they're saying. Okay. Five takes. Uh, five takes uh, said Mo Salah is currently the best striker in the world. We'll see if he rises to an iconic messy level. He definitely could. I wouldn't even consider him a striker. Yeah, I uh, I kind of wouldn't either. I see him as a winger. He's yeah. He, I mean, look when you uh, I was watching the uh, the Egypt Nigeria game today, and he's he plays he plays as a striker, which I, I, well, I mean, he has to. Yeah, we need <laughs> yeah. nobody else on his squad, bro. <laughs> did you watch that game? There's no one that can get him the ball, man. Yeah, it's um yeah. There, there was a bunch of memes of people saying like uh you know like uh, uh, you know like El Neni trying to pass him the ball. Like get him a through ball, and it's like that's that's not gonna happen. So yeah. <laughs> Arsenal, you already know. you already lost if that's your tactic. You're asking for too much, bro. So. <laughs> not from El Nani. <laughs> so that's more of an El No No. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, uh, so yeah. So uh, I no, but I applaud him. I, I think the you know the the problem, um, you know, as far as ca- calling him the best player in the world, I think the given that Liverpool are not in first and it's, and they will always essentially be chasing Manchester city and they're just at a level of consistent, the team, the squad from top to bottom is just unbelievably consistent. They're just too good. Um, so that, I think that's what makes it a little tougher to say, to, to maybe give Mohamed Salah like his flowers on this stage because he's not as boisterous. He's not as such a public figure. He's not as marketable, um, as as some of the those those other guys, 
That I, I think this is uh, an interesting uh, pivot for him. So I, I applaud him for that. Okay. Five takes at uh, striker plus winger equals stinger. New position. <laughs> Yo, five takes came in ready with the marketing. You feel me? He knows how to promote. <laughs> or stringer. I like that too. Uh, you know? Okay. <laughs> uh, well done. Okay. Uh, so what else uh, did we, uh, should we discuss? The um, There is the, uh, some more transfer rumors uh, for Brito Romano. Uh, mentioned uh, about we've, we've been talking about Luca uh, Luca Dean for uh, for a minute. What is he gonna do? Where is he gonna go? Uh, and now the the new uh, contender for his services is apparently Aston Villa. Uh, so they Aston Villa tooling up right now. It, bro. Was, it was initially Chelsea. There was the rumored Newcastle, and then Newcastle. This definitely not happening. Um, uh, so the the suggestion here, the rumor is uh, uh, Luca Dean to um, to Aston Villa, and then they would send uh, Mohamed El Ghazi to um, to Everton. Which fine, I don't know. A guy I haven't <laughs> seen him much of him. Uh, he, he he's also Egyptian. I think he was he was playing uh, in the. They game. were like. And in, in return, we will send you Christians like, so <laughs> okay. get him on a plane. <laughs> so, um, so that's the next rumor. Uh, Luca Dean, obviously not going to stay at Everton. Who knows? Um, yeah, there's just, uh, again, we don't know exactly why. Oh, actually, uh, um, Rafa, uh, I was going to say Rafa Marquez, Rafa Benitez uh, was saying, that he did a press conference and he said that the player, he was like, the player doesn't want to play here anymore. And, but we haven't, you know, obviously we're not going to hear anything from Luca Dean about it. Um, and so people but who are, would just say, I don't want to play here anymore. Mid beginning of the season. You know what I mean? Right. It's, um, it's a little sus. People are, yeah. People are being, you know, obviously being a, a little skeptical of what he said. And I don't even think Everton did anything wrong, but something here happened between the player and the manager. Yeah. There's somewhere where that communication line broke. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Okay. Um, brush it. Which is why I like Arteta. It's like, you know, he won't specifically come out and say it, but he'll be like, yeah, this player's not in our plans anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're going to move on. Yeah. I don't know. I'm as clueless as everybody else. I, I don't know what. What could possibly- tell us, Christian? Damn it! What <laughs> but, happened? But but give, even though Everton did win um, their match, uh, who did they play? What am I forgetting? Uh, Everton played in the FA Cup. They played. Uh, please remind me, uh, folks, if I take too long to remember. I, I don't want to think about the FA Cup at all. Everton played. Oh man, why can't I find it? Uh, I know oh, Manchester United lost to Cambridge. They played. And that's Hull. all I want to talk about. They it went to it went to they gave up. Oh, a, Newcastle lost to Cambridge. By the way, sorry. Everton uh, gave up a goal in the first minute. Okay, so strong start against the Championship side, Hull City. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, really bringing your A game. Dude, it's it's crazy because I didn't watch the game from the beginning. Like uh, I, I, as soon as it started, I got in a, a couple minutes later. But then my my Everton group chat. From out in Liverpool, it's just like literally the first the game. Literally, get the notification. Game just started, and then the my, the the group chat. All hell message, breaks loose. Group chat is like this team is useless. <laughs> I'm like, what? There's no way it could have. We, why are people upset so early? I usually when <laughs> I see a negative comment, I'm like, oh, we, hopefully we just like miss a good chance. Like 
That's a, that's where it's getting. When I hear negativity, I'm like, hopefully we just let ourselves down as opposed to conceding. Yeah, but when the go, WhatsApp <laughs> group hits like 35 notifications instantly, <laughs> you're like, nah. Nah, bro. This nah, this ain't good. <laughs> um, but no, uh, they ended up winning uh, uh, Andre Townsend in, uh, in extra time. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Nick Lay's just pointing something out. And there's a D squared ad on Christian's computer. Oh yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, I, because I was, we were looking at um, <laughs> um, and, and it's all the hats, the pa- the the, <laughs> the pants. Look uh, at the cost. Uh, oh my god, affordable deal. Okay, forty uh, percent off. So a little less of a scam. But you know what? So but but credit to um the the new signing. It was um uh what's his name, Vitali. Uh, Mikolenko. Uh, there we go. Where is uh, where's his name? Where is he? Oh, there he is. He played uh, wing back here. Vitaly Mikolenko uh, played uh, 120 minutes in his first ever game. The, the kid just signed two weeks ago and played the full game. And he, he was a little shaky at first. Apparently, he's still he's from uh, the Ukraine, he's still like he's learning English. And still worried about, you know, Putin. <laughs> the kick out on his mind. He's really involved yeah, yeah, in, in bad, Ukrainian, dude. just like, uh, you know, global politics and everything. Yeah. He's sorting that out. Um, but, but credit to him. He played well uh, and, you know, and did enough uh, to win. I'm just Townsend got that golazo from, uh, from like 30 yards out. Uh, just a, another <laughs> absolute crack. Vinegar stroke said, Play five at the back against the championship team, <laughs> Rafa, baby. <laughs> Bro, they they gotta they gotta figure something out. Rondon was uh, just brother. The dude hasn't scored all season. It's just having a rough rough go. But then this is also new, the the new kid uh, from that came from Rangers, uh, Nathan Patterson, uh, who's also a fullback. Um, so. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting, uh, you know. Shoring up that back line. Yeah, uh, hopefully this transfer window goes somewhat okay for uh, for Everton. It just some sort of attacking option, attacking midfielder, somebody, some somebody that can like just hold the ball and control the game a little bit more. Um, and oh, speaking of the FA Cup, look fine. People want me to talk about it. Fine, fine, mm-hmm. fine. Fine. We love you, Forest. Talk about it. We do. Uh, we love you, Arsenal's <laughs> match against Forest was postponed for a COVID <laughs> outbreak. Uh, no. <laughs> um, by the way, did you hear that Liverpool is under investigation? No, for what? Because they postponed the um, Carabao Cup against Arsenal, but then immediately after, only one of those players actually tested positive for COVID. Ooh. Yeah. So they're you know, thinking that it was a little bit of a scam a ding dong. Premier League, sorry. <laughs> Can't come into work yeah. today. It just I got it looks like <laughs> I got, looks like you got gag impressed. <laughs> I got a severe uh, case of it. I don't know. I don't uh, know how I'm gonna make it into work today, Premier League. Apology. How many lines do you see? Oh my god, like three or four of them on this thing. I, I must I must have all the strength. I got Delta Cron. I, <laughs> I got the Flurona and the Delta Cron. Bro, you hate to see. Uh, uh, <laughs> but let's talk about Arsenal uh, playing against uh, Nottingham Forest. Uh, again, very difficult team. Uh, obviously, top of the table in the Premier League. Uh, so when you play against a team that's that strong, uh, <laughs> look, uh, they, we were away from home. We were dressed like Tottenham. We played like Tottenham. 
Uh, but but if I'm gonna, you know what? Let's not bring Tottenham into this. This has nothing to do with Tottenham. All white. (laughs) Okay, Uh, we're dressed in all white. This was. We should never play in all white ever again. I don't care (laughs) what the charity is. I don't care if it's the Alexis Guerrero's Foundation. (laughs) I'm gonna say, please don't. Just go ahead and wear your red and white. We can find another way of sending the message. Okay. So Uh, let's talk about it because. What what happened was it was a lackluster game. We had absolutely no energy. Uh, Nuno Tavares gets gets subbed in what the thirty sixth minute. Yeah. Um, look, none of this was was good. Eddie and Ketia clearly not right at that level. Charlie Patino, I feel bad for. There's so much going for the kid, and he gets start. He gets to start in this, which seems like an easy time to start him, but it's going up against guys that are you know, in, in the championship playing for their check, playing for an opportunity. Um, this is, this is the biggest game of their season is going up against the club at the level of arsenal. Um, and it was just too late. It was too late to bring on someone like Lacazette that could press and change the energy. And it was just too late. Lokonga didn't look good. Um, you know, I don't want to blame Odegaard because I, I don't think Nketi was making the right runs, but you know, Martinelli also wasn't playing the smartest game I've ever seen him play. Saka at moments looked like, he was sort of pushing and trying too hard. Um, I just don't think holding and Ben white work together. I think it's Gabriel and Ben white or nothing. Um, looks like Saliba is going to be coming back from, uh, you know, his, uh, his loan at um, Marseille. And I know Marseille are trying to keep him, but Saliba right now being one of the best center backs in all of the French league, looks like he's coming back. So, so it looks like even back? our Tet- Yeah. Saliba is the center back. He was a midfielder. Um, okay. He play. he can also play on the right of a three man back line. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously Arteta is not impressed with this back line either. And, and a guy like Rob holding as well. Um, you know, I can't blame Leno. He had some, some really big saves. Uh, obviously, you know, there was one, one more save I wish he would have made, but, uh, at the end of the day, if I, you know, props to, to Nottingham forest, they bullied, bullied us around the pitch the entire time. I'm going to say this, look, I've been a big Mikel Arteta defender. There's moments where it's waned right after the Crystal Palace draw. I was a little harsh on him, um, but, you know, I, I still supported the guy and I still support him to this day. But the blame lies squarely at his at his feet. I mean, it's his fault. He picked the squad. He he's it's his job to inspire them. And, and they did not show up inspired. And this wasn't the right squad. They look like, you know, when you're playing FIFA Ultimate Team and all the connections are red. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, no yeah. one's on the no one's no, from the, the same chemistry. country or yeah, from yeah. the same. Yeah. The chemistry, it, that's kind of how it felt. It felt like it felt like we tried to, to sneak one past Nottingham Forest and they were wild prepared. But I mean, they're in front of their friends and family. You can't try that shit. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, look, I don't think uh, Arsenal uh, played that poorly um, or at least didn't like they didn't seem. To oh, have... no, you saw you saw the form you were on well, no, for the last few weeks. But but Nuno, uh, that was a concern because they're even I mean, obviously he got uh, he got pulled from the game early uh, and and. There's there's really nothing worse than getting subbed when you you're not injured in the first half. You got to be playing badly. You, you know that's going to ruin your confidence. Bad, bad. And there were yeah. there were a couple plays. I mean, he did make mistakes, but there were a couple plays where I'm like, "Yo, dude, pass the ball!" Like literally, what are you doing? Like there's there's people. Or there open. was a couple passes where I'm like, "Who are you aiming at?" Yeah, yeah. 
just a shocker of a of a performance. It really made no sense, and uh, yeah, not a, not a good sign uh, for the for the rest of that game. And the it was a great ball that led to the goal for for Nottingham Forest, but no, there there wasn't. Uh, it, it didn't seem like uh, Arsenal were ever really going to score in that game. But I really, I I don't think we've we've spoken about this. You're talking about Rob Holding, but we got to talk about Rob Holding's hair because how beautiful, bro! My man, of the year, bro. my man sorted everything out. He went, he went to keeps, he went to hymns, he did whatever he had to do. <laughs> Yo, but Rob, I got for sure the 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 before and after. The, but that's so that's that's him having shaved so he can get the hair transplant. Yeah. The, so that photo is already, but you could see like the hair's really only in that middle part right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I remember. And now he's when, he's got full coverage. When we know? when we uh, met Rob Holding in in Charlotte, you could see he was like it was it was fading the hair. I, I was like yeah. thinking about yeah like, the two the two car yeah the two car garage. I'm like bro, you yeah. look you're 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 very young. It shouldn't be happening this soon, but that's how that's the case. It's all good. But he's like uh uh-uh, uh no not me. Okay, I'm on TV every you know every yeah. week or every other week or whatever. Uh, I gotta sort this out. So JD one four said, "Quick trip to Turkey and you good?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going. I'm just gonna go see my barber. Why are you going to for a barber for? Yeah. Nah, don't worry about. I it. like Chanchala Millonaria said, uh, "The Arsenal Maracanazo." Do you know the? Do you know what Maracanazo is? Uh, no. I don't. It's. Know. Uh, I think it's. If I'm not mistaken, it's either it's the first, it's the second World Cup. I think it's in the second World Cup. The final is in Brazil. Uh, at the it's Maracana. Brazil versus Uruguay. That's the stadium, yeah. Yeah, it, it happened in the Maracana. Uh, I, this might be the first big tournament of at the Maracana. Uh, I can't remember the dude's name, but he's famous in um, hey, uh, Nick Stern Hipple with the sub, and he says, smack my ass like a drum. Great. <laughs> smack, <laughs> Welcome aboard, Nick. S- smack me ass. Like, so. Ah, hey. That, that European uh, <laughs> style. In okay. the last. In the last second of the game, in front in Brazil, I believe it's in the second or third World Cup, 1950. Oh, so yeah, it's no, it's the 20th World Cup. Um, Uruguay scores and beats Brazil, the final in their own stadium, in their brand new stadium. Mm. Uh, so that's called the Maracanazo. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Chanchada Millonari said 1950. Uh, is that Arsenal's Maracanazo? Because <laughs> they scored, they scored a goal in the last second. Um, I won't say that because I don't think the rivalry is as big. Although Uruguay, tiny country, Brazil, massive. I could see it. There, there's some merit to that. I just don't want to think of it that way. Um, Brush87 said his barber did him dirty. We're talking about Rob Holding. Uh, Nickster Nipple Whoa. gifting five tier one subs. Unbelievable. Thank you, Nickster Nipple, for so Come on. Brush87, you get a sub. Chanchalami Yonadia, you get a sub. Jalen Till Infinity 92, you get a sub. Daryl Demon, you get a sub. <laughs> DJ Minotti, you get a sub. Thank you for the love. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, you got to give so much credit to uh to rob holding i mean <laughs> he, he he yeah he tried his best but I, the hair the hair was on point man you got he looked good doing it he looked good losing he it. just he played badly but the hair looked good yeah uh jd won force that forest have had arsenal's number in the past in the fa cup in 9 2018 i remember this a 4-2 loss when eric lehigh had two eric lehigh an american mm. scored two against my arsenal all the way from Nottingham Forest. Good for him. Good. Broke my heart. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so as far as, um, look, obviously Arsenal fans were pretty frustrated with this loss. But this, 
like, is this a, was this an embarrassing loss? Is it, some people were saying now we can focus on the league, blah, blah, blah. Is this a, uh, you know, can we start even the transfer market? What, any players who, who is Arsenal, uh, linked with? There was somebody that was kind of interesting. Uh, Arsenal. Yeah. All the signs are pointing to Dusan Vlahovic. Uh, Vlahovic and uh, another striker. Who's the other one that's rumored? There's Dominic Calvert-Lewin, uh, Isaac Isak uh, from Real Sociedad, the yes, Swedish yeah, striker. That's who I'm thinking of. And, uh, and Vlahovic. The only thing I don't like is I, I, don't think, I don't think Isak has the physical body to play in the Premier League. Mm. He is tiny. We have been rumored with Tyler Adams, but that seems to pop up and then go away. And now I think Tyler Adams is more rumored with United. So another American for them to blame um, every week. Uh, okay. Uh, Forrest is owned by the same guy who owns Olympiacos. Also in Arsenal. Oh, my God. The Olympiacos have always been a thorn in our ass back in the Champions League days. Um, yeah, I don't think. Uh, I, is it Isaac Isak? Um, I just. Really. Dude, he's tiny. I mean, pull, pull him up a, on Bing. How a, many? How many re-MRs is, does he wear? <laughs> <laughs> he's a thin, um, he's a thin guy. Uh, he's also often injured. If you look up his transfer market, he's got, he's, he's had a pretty, not significant, but he's had like a, just a, a bunch of injuries. And I do, I don't think he's going to be able to survive. You know, how's he going to play against Burnley? You feel I mean, me? <laughs> I, I, I look at his photo and I'm like, do I, am I Swedish? Do I play for Sweden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I think he's, um, what, Etrian? Uh, what is that? Uh, Eritrean, it's not Ethiopian. Eritrean. Yeah, Eritrean. Maybe. I don't know, man. Uh, but look, I, I haven't seen him play that much. Um, he plays for Real Sociedad, but, um, he, the, he has a couple, like, obviously, like, huge highlights. He's also pretty good in FIFA. So, I mean. Go that. to his transfer. I mean, well, then that's all that matters, right? <laughs> Get him in there. Go to his transfer market real quick. Okay. Where is uh, this pop up? Right here. Here we go. Uh, and then if you go to player pro, uh, go to. Wait, right there. Um, player stats. Go to, if you go, if you hover over stats right under his photo. Okay, got it. You see injury history on the right-hand side, absences. Damn, yo, they snitch about everything on this website, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He got a couple. Ha- hamstring, the most recent one was September. You see what I'm saying? It's like a lot of issues that keep him out for 10 days. He misses two matches here, four matches there, five matches there. It's just a lot. And I just thought, I'm like, yo, the physicality of the Premier League is way different than anything in Germany and anything he's experiencing right now in in. La Liga for sure. Yeah. So he seems to me more like a, he's more of a Barca player than okay. he really is a, an Arsenal player. And no disrespect, if we get him, I'm a root for him. But Vlahovic is the he's, one that seems to be a done deal. He seems a supposedly little bit, wants to get. I was going to say he seems a little bit more like beefy for the Premier League. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> Just like that's a, a big man, right? It's a there, unit you know I mean? ready, ready yeah. to wear the number nine. You know what I mean? He got, he got, he got like a, he got like a big man body. You know what I mean? He got like a, like an Eastern European body. He has, he has like a large, um, like large jowls. He got, he got a thick face. You know what I mean? He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's also like a, he's got a Giroudish, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a, like a big, like a, you know, uh, more, 
more Clydesdale than he is, you know, gazelle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, how many more? Let's just talk about this man's body. Yeah, yeah. How many um, Riyad Mahrez is is Dusan <laughs> Like 17. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Robert from LA said, well, Lucas Torreira be coming back from his loan. So the rumor is that they offered 46 million pounds, 46 million pounds and Lucas Torreira to Fiorentina for Vlahovic. And supposedly, the uh, Fiorentina's like, yo, we need that cash, my G. It's Rocco Camiso who also owns the uh, yeah, the Cosmos. Uh, right, right. Who lost all that money trying to sue U.S. soccer. Mm, mm. Oh, Rousseau said that have banned him from joining Barca. That's right, JD1. That's okay. uh, they won't allow him. To, uh, they won't listen to any offers of him joining, which, look, I get. You don't want my guy being in your league. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. I don't know. Um, all right. Is there? Seems like the right pick for PSG. Uh, Isak, Ronaldo, Messi, mm. Neymar, Mbappe. And, then, <laughs> and, and, they, and, they, and they still don't get out of uh, the, you know, the semifinal. Yeah. Of the Champions <laughs> it would be insane. Okay, uh, is there anything else we should discuss before we wrap up? I think we don't. There's much left. Um, what What is this rumor about a possible uh, Newca- uh, Newcastle possibly trying to bring back Marouane Fellaini? Yeah, dude, Marouane Fellaini currently playing in China. Right. Uh, he's currently with uh, Shandong Taishan. Excuse um, me, Alexis? I hope, <laughs> I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. You said that well, confidently. I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> I hit you with the accent and everything. Shandong, Shandong Taishan. Uh, and he could be tempted by a return to the Premier League. Um, Come on now. What are you, how old is Marwan Fellaini now? Marwan Fellaini is how old? He, he has to be maybe 30. Two and a half re MRS. <laughs> uh Fellaini is how old? 35? 34. 34. Yeah. It's a little old, dude. A little bit. He's up there. Um plotting a move. Uh Newcastle. Is this what you thought? They'd be spending all this damn. richest club in the world here <laughs> in Trippier? And uh, and Mauro Fellaini, oh. you trying to win the league in 2015? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I, we should we should discuss uh, Kieran Trippier, uh, Trippier's. Uh, I say Trippier, but it's not Trippier. It's Trippier. I said you said it because I said yeah, yeah, I yeah. messed up. Um, the, the 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 announcement photo of his signing from Newcastle. Uh, has, has there been an explanation about this yet? I don't know. This is uh, oh, let me just sort it out. Uh, <laughs> it was. I mean, pretty ridiculous. I mean, or maybe I think this is what where the internet and social media have gone, where it's almost better to make a mistake or say something silly because that will get more engagement rather than rather than having like a just like a, a proper announcement. And clearly, here Kieran Trippier is. So, supposed to be pointing at the badge at the Newcastle badge. No, yes. I don't think that's true because Newcastle put this photo out. I yes. I, How do you not know that they, he missed? But they must. They, so what? Why I'm saying is that they they I think they did this intentionally. That's my conspiracy knowing theory. That, knowing knowing that, that it would it would strike up a lot of engagement. Right, and, and everybody would make jokes. There'll be memes. Like, if you look at just under this tweet, the memes are hilarious. So basically, they take people Photoshop his finger and bend it back and, <laughs> and adjust it. <laughs> Yo, so that, 
Hold on, scroll down. I gotta see this. I mean, there was a, a but. This is this one's funny. Uh, yeah. of him obviously missing, uh, trying to uh, capture the, the 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 sun going down. This one's funny. Look, it has a stone, <laughs> stone, stone island. island logo on the on the sleeve. Uh, this is where is the one? Someone put the championship badge. That's uh, messed up. Very funny. Uh, uh, this uh, they're making for the team of Verna doing the same thing. Um, where is the one? Uh, someone just photoshopped it and fixed it. Um, but there they actually did fix it. It didn't look yeah, off yeah. at all. This one, this one. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's his his finger is like a big horseshoe, <laughs> and it's correct correctly you know pointing to the to the badge. Super funny. So I, this this led to more people talking about newcastle then this if, is the most positive thing to happen in newcastle in about five years yeah so <laughs> if they did it on purpose props to the to the social media team because this was uh, absolutely hilarious so uh, and if they made it if it was a mistake then it's like pretty ridiculous that we would make such a mistake like uh but how do you make that mistake i like this one someone just put a money <laughs> it's like he carrying, has a big bag over his shoulders <laughs> a bag of money <laughs> uh so yeah very very uh very very clever so um the uh, but no, I mean look, Newcastle. This is the beginning of the of of the new Newcastle. Uh, it starts with Kier, uh, Kieran Trippier, and we'll see if they can stay up. They just they need to they just need points. They need points to stay up, man. It, it, it I think they will stay up. I mean, uh, let's pull up the standings. What are they in fourteenth place? Uh, they are currently no, they're nineteenth, bro. They're bad. Oh, they're, are they? They're in relegation they zone. Yeah, they need. They need to get goals. They need to get, figure something out there. I mean, they had the good game against Manchester United, uh, in which they got a draw, I believe. Um, uh, I know we're currently filming the but keep talking. Uh, D forgot her keys. <laughs> oh, that's usually how it works anyway. Okay, so uh, I'll just talk to the chat. Uh, Bormarin said they did it for publicity. Uh, Nick Lace, Kayak, Kayak. That's right. That's the that's who he's, uh, that's the brand on the sleeve that he's pointing at. Good publicity for Kayak. I think it worked out quite well. Uh, Vinegar Strokes, I'm here for Fellaini comeback. Fellaini even at Everton. I would love to see that. Why not? Bring him back. Um, does the fro return with him too? I think Fellaini... Do you think he'd go back to play with Everton? He must uh, be getting a big old bag. Yeah, very much. At uh, Shandong Taishan. <laughs> I got to clip that out. That's just great every time you say it. Uh, that's the you don't f- part Chinese, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, just like the way uh, white My people say it. <laughs> so white people are like, I'm uh, 2.2% uh, Native American. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't, don't you wash out part of my culture, my G? <laughs> just because I know nothing about it don't mean nothing. No. I have tried to find out more about it, but, you know, they did not keep a lot of information mm. on my uh my my great grandfather and his uh and his uh dad who came to uh, who went to Cuba to escape communism and missed mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> found you <laughs> psych <laughs> so uh but yeah so they're 19th place they got they got a lot to work on uh look season's not over a lot of games left anything could happen but two three wins and uh you know they might be above Everton and Everton might be in the damn relegation battle damn i thought they were staying above the relegation zone that's rough newcastle needs to drop and miggy needs to find a new home he's wasting his best year says five takes um i agree i agree i think uh i think he's i don't think he stays i don't i don't get a lot of sense of confidence from the fans 
um, in in Miguel Amiron. So I think he will end up fine. I mean, Miguel is like one um, of the few bright spots uh, on the team. I mean, they can't defend. Yeah, but I don't think people think he's of the level that they need. You know. Um. So I think he will find a new home. Sure. I don't think that's the issue. I, I could see him in La Liga. I could see him wanting to leave more than Newcastle fans wanting him to go. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's. It's just the team is so bad. I mean, they're just so so bad. It's it's frustrating because he's not he's not the problem. I mean, from the naked eye watching him play, yeah, he's um he's not maybe the kind of attacking threat that he was at MLS, let's say, but he's still pretty. I mean, he's insanely fast, and it's good. He hasn't really been getting injured. He's not he's not pulling his hamstring. He's, he has a good stretch of games, and uh, but they they have way like bigger problems uh, to, to sort out. Okay. Um, uh, Board Martin said just 11 new signings and they might get more points. So <laughs> come on. All right. Uh, uh, we should wrap up. We've been going on for, for a little bit. So again, a reminder this Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, tune into uh, Football Sports Network. We're going to be chatting with Giles Barnes. Uh, he played uh, played for Derby County. Played for West Brom. Uh, he he played in a bunch of different MLS. Doncaster Rovers. Okay. He played for Houston Dynamos, Whitecaps, great. Orlando City. And seriously, an absolute homie. Great, great dude. We had a, we had a uh, we spoke to him earlier today. That's going to air on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. The Cooligans on Football Sports Network. So check that out uh, and subscribe to the Cooligans podcast. Uh, so if you want to listen to that interview, uh, that'll be available on Friday. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Make sure you check those things out. Follow us, um, everywhere at soccer cooligans on everything. Uh, again, shouts to everybody for helping us get to 20,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, huge, huge accomplishment accomplishment for us. So thank you for helping us get there. Uh, tell your friends, tell your friends about the show, tell your friends about, Anything that we're doing, if uh, you're even remotely <laughs> interested, okay? Uh, we, we we appreciate the support. And follow us on TikTok. We're doing a bunch of stuff. I'm, like, actively trying to come up with fun things to uh, to do on there. Uh, at Soccer Cooligans on TikTok. Uh, Christian threw tomatoes at his phone. The least you could do is hit that follow button. Bro, that was a fun one. Making fun of Carlos Caldero running again for, US, uh, for president of U.S. Soccer. Uh, so... Uh, yeah thank you brushy 87 thank you so much homie he said lit show as always big you up homie uh, and and also said road to 30k begins let's go yeah we're almost at 30k on wow. instagram by the way we're at we're at 25 there so bro 25 something we're doing a big year obviously world cup coming up bro you want to you want to get on the the cooligans train bruh okay run a train get on, on a, the Run a Get train on, on us, okay? That's what that's what we're saying. You you know you. <laughs> that's what we're asking our fan base is to run a train on us. Enough I, with the edging. I know. <laughs> Just get in here. I'm double dick. <laughs> okay, tactically, this is the best for thing for us. <laughs> it worked in Germany. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brushy coming through with the pause. All right. It's the early aughts. Okay. Coming through. <laughs> Yo, uh, Dimitri said, Cooligan's going to Qatar. Not after this conversation. We might not be let in, uh, but we'd love to. We would love to. We're trying to figure that out. We're trying to figure out how to possibly get there. Yeah, if yeah. anyone knows anyone who works in the sponsorship department of Coca-Cola, tell them to hit us up. <laughs> okay. If, if you need us to help 
uh, you know, build a modular stadium, uh-huh. <laughs> we'll go. Okay. Actually, hotel. They're at a hotel room. If you need us, we will. We'll bring tents if you let us. Just let us uh, give we'll, us a place to shower. We'll sleep in a shipping container. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm holding on to my passport though. I know how y'all play. Um. Okay. So, board oh, look at Dimitri says, "Don't get your passport, Alexis. <laughs> my ass will be stuck in Doha." <laughs> yeah, I'm tattooing my passport to my body. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent. But I'm gonna get the chip. Give me the chip passport, bro. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big year, big year for us. So, uh, so stick around uh, and, and give us a follow. Tell people about the show. If this is something you enjoy, uh, we'd appreciate any support. And uh, all right, I think uh, we're good to go. Anything else uh, that we should mention? Nah, we didn't even get to talk about uh, the Galatasaray coach getting fired, but maybe we'll do that on the next one. Oh, yeah. Domain Tarant got the, got the job. Did he? Yeah. I, I didn't notice. Good shot. All right. Good, good job, Domain. NYCFC coach uh, is the That's new coach right. of Galatasaray. All right. We'll talk about that in the future. We'll see how that goes for him. I saw, I saw he did tweet about it, and it, it is in Turkish as well. So maybe he speaks fluent Turkish. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, JD sure wasn't the marketing team at all. <laughs> JD one said, "Any Qatari princes in the chat?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hell yeah! <laughs> we need y'all. <laughs> Yo, you should be subscribing if you're a Qatari prince. There's no excuse, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, tier seven hundred. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get in there. All right. In fact, join Gully Squad, will you? <laughs> uh, everybody, thank you so much for the love. Everybody on Twitch, we appreciate it. Uh, for, for, thank you for coming through. We're here every Tuesday, six p.m. Eastern time. Uh, give us a follow on Twitch and and. Come Come through. Always appreciate it. Uh, I know. And as always, the the full episodes of Prem Show, if you want to watch the video, those live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash soccer cooligans. Go subscribe uh, there. Uh, again, we're going to be putting out a bunch of stuff, a bunch of new stuff on there, especially the Everton documentary. We could just, that's it. We got to just, that's, that's what it, I, I've been saying mini documentary. But it is uh, now. Nah, it is a full blown doc uh, from uh, the Cooligans Classico and uh, Everton Arsenal. Uh, um, seriously, we're, we're finishing it up. Wait till you see it. It's, it's crazy. It's honestly one of the best things we've ever done. We're so so proud of it. It's really really cool, uh, and I'm excited for everybody to see it. So that'll that'll be shouts to the homie Sam. Yeah. Sam Ashton killed it. Yeah, yeah, so, it. Great great work. Okay, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you do not miss uh, out on that. Okay. Y'all the absolute best. Exclamation point outro in the chat. Do Flood that. the chat with that. Come on now. Let's go. Let's get it going. With that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Uh, Robert from say arrived late. Did you share your thoughts on the passing of Bob Saget? We did not uh, do that, but we probably should. No. Bob Saget. We'll probably, we should do that on the show. I've the never. Show. Uh, I mean, well, briefly. I mean, I've never. Uh, did you ever meet Bob Saget? I never met him. I did. I met him once. Um, it, I, I, look, uh, uh, from a general perspective, obviously, like for a lot of people, we all grew up with with Bob Saget, especially if you are 
probably over 30 years old or something like that. He was a huge part of your life. And even if you were younger, probably watch the new, you know, Full House that was on Netflix and stuff. Um, I would say from a, look, if watch Jimmy Kimmel's um, kind of, you know, what, what he said on, on his show and is obviously very, very touching. And Bob Saget, I've never heard one, one negative word said about uh, Bob Saget. But I think the, the interesting thing here is like, you know, especially as comedians, the, I mean, we've just been around so many comedians that we know that, who are no longer with us. And it's like, it's, it's deeply sad. It's, it's like, it's just very, it's sad, but it's sad on, even though I didn't know Bob Saget, like, we weirdly have similar lives, right? Like stand-up comedians have this bond that we we will always have that we just, we live a different life. We're just different types of people. Uh, and there's something, it, it, it's depressing in its own way. Uh, almost like on a, in a different level because he brought so much joy uh, to people's lives and, and there was so much stuff. He's almost charity work he did and all this other stuff. So it's obviously very, very sad. Uh, but as a comedian, think, it's like, if it, it yeah. hurts me in a different way, I don't know how to explain it exactly. I think there's a camaraderie between people who do what you do. And I think the part that hit me the hardest was the fact that he died alone in a, in a hotel room. And I can't, I yeah. can't explain. There's no way that I could ever put into words how it feels to a be on stage. And you know, you know, we as comedians talk a lot about, you know, the 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 fact that we don't even consider how cocky it is to say, like, I'm gonna go to your town I've never been to, and I'm gonna make you you laugh, a yeah. person who I don't have anything that essentially relates to it directly. You know, I, mean, I didn't grow up where you grew up, I didn't do what you did, but I'm gonna make you laugh with words I've already thought of. And then you do that and to be on stage and to have a joke hit. And there's moments where I remember very distinctly I was. I was, uh, I was supposed to feature for a, a headliner. So I was the middle act. Um, sometimes a club will pick you randomly, but most of the time the headliner will say, I want this person to come along. A headliner brought me with them to do two shows in Wisconsin, the second two, two clubs in Wisconsin. So two weekends. So I was out, I was away from home for two weeks in a row. The second weekend, uh, uh, a special guest popped in and it wasn't Bob Saget, by the way, um, a special guest popped in. So it was a comedian who toured with, uh, uh, an, an NFL team. And he promised that the NFL players would come see him perform. They never did, by the way. I think like two of the guys from like the, the, the audio booth showed up, but because of that promise and he, they were playing the Packers and it was like Packers players will come and we're in the middle of Wisconsin, near green Bay, the club bumps the fee, bumps the headliner down to feature and lets them keep the headliner pay and was going to bump me off the show completely. But I had already purchased tickets to fly to LA. Long story short, the club calls me and says, Hey, you're off the show. And I said, yo, what am I going to do? Like, I, I have to be in your town that weekend anyway. Yeah. And they're like, I'm like, my flight's flying out of your city to LA. So like, there's nothing I can do. I can't go home. You know what I mean? And the, I was like, can I stay in the, in the, in the, uh, in the condo, in the comedy condo? And they were like, um, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you host and still keep the feature money? So we'll just bump the host completely. I was like, fine. So I'm now in that city. I have a hosting set that crushes so much that they let me actually do extra time between the feature and the headliner on the second show because the headliner's bombing. The next day I come back, I destroy again. And I'm doing this on purpose. I'm doing all my A material. I'm like, yo, if you're going to bump me down a host, you're going to remember my name. I'm doing all my best material. I am rushing. And I go back to the booth afterwards and the owner of the club goes, I wish you would have headlined. I mean, I had the greatest set I've ever had. 
I'm doing crowd work. I'm doing my set. Everything is working perfectly. And I get off stage. And as soon as the show's over, people are forgetting about the headline. They're running over and they're like, dude, you're hilarious. You're the funniest. When are you back in town? I want to come see you. People are buying me drinks. It felt like all 400 people were around me all at the same time, buying me drinks. And then all of a sudden it's like a hundred people around me. And then all of a sudden it's like three or four people. And then all of a sudden it's just like one other person. You know what I mean? And then that person leaves and now I'm at the highest I've ever been. I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest feeling on earth. And I'm alone. Yeah. yeah. And then I go back to the comedy condo and I'm alone. And, and that feeling doesn't ever, you, there's no way to ever level that out. I could see why so many comedians turn to drugs. Sure. You know what I mean? But luckily I have people like my wife that I could call and be like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm just, there's no way to come down off of this right now. Like I need to talk to somebody that, that will ground me that, that knows who I am because I am the single most important thing happening in this city right now. And then all of a sudden I'm nobody again. Yeah. And that feeling that being alone in a hotel room is one of the, one of the saddest places to be because of the letdown of being so like the whole place, the whole room is clapping sure. for you. And then all of a sudden nothing. So to die in a hotel room, Greg Giraldo died alone in a hotel room. A bunch of other comedians have now Bob Saget has that feeling is so dreadful to me as a comic, because I understand just how depressive a state. That's why everyone immediately went drugs. Not just because you think he's a drug user, because every comedian knows yeah. he must've had a great set. Yeah. That my, you know, the, my first thought I hear hotel room. I think, I think drugs. I mean, who knows? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know exactly what happened and you know, don't want to speculate, but we've, we've just been around this so much and it, it's not even like, Oh, he did drugs. What a bad person. It's like, it's like, Oh, maybe it was drugs. And Oh, what was he going through? What was that? That's because, yeah. because we're all so, uh, we're also used to the same story and we all kind of experience the same, the same exact thing. And that's a great description of like you, the, the high that you feel when you have a good set. I just, I mean, I, I, I haven't even been performing much, uh, in the last year and I did a show on Saturday and it, it was like, oh my, it, it was, it went so well that I was mad. I'm like, yeah, I'm mad because of COVID. I'm mad because I can't do this, uh, you know, every day and, and whatever. Right. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's so hard to, your body doesn't know what to do with the, I don't know if you've ever been punched in the face when you didn't know you were about to get punched, like sucker punched. That's the feeling. You're just like, your body has no idea how to calculate what is happening. Right. You right. just had a great set and you're just like, ah, where's the next show? And <laughs> you never want the party to end. And at the same time, it's a lot. And by the way, Dimitri, you're a fucking amazing human being. He put, you got gully squad anytime you need us. Yeah. Thank you. And you're just a, a wonderful human being, Dimitri. Thank you, man. Yeah. That means a lot. I mean, it, it's been, look, I, uh, you know, when it, it, it's interesting because, you know, our lives were so focused on stand-up comedy. Essentially, when we started, you know, the first essentially like six, seven years of our career. And then we, you know, we brought this to the soccer community. And and it's been, honestly, it's changed my life and just changed my disposition because it's made me excited about another thing. And I get to work on my joke telling, but also get to be, be more ingratiated in, in, in the soccer world. And, and I've been meaning to tell you, dude, you should start telling jokes on the show. Dude. Oh my God. I've been, yeah, you know, <laughs> I've been slacking. You know how it is. <laughs> also, that's the only other way comedians ought to tell each other that they like, that they like that person. Or they love a mist of shit. Uh, on so, uh. Uh, but, but yeah, look, obviously uh, you're rest in peace to Bob Saget. It's just, it just sucks. It's a terrible story. I, I don't know if we'll ever know exactly what happened, but um, it just, it's a shame to lose someone who is clearly just so beloved. And, and, um, and then as comics, it, it, it's, you know, it, it is, 
we don't want to think so much of ourselves, but we're like, we're trying to do something good for the world and do something good for people. So when you lose someone, I uh, do it for me, you know, okay. <laughs> everybody has their own motives. Uh, <laughs> but when you, so when you lose someone, especially, you know, we, we know the, the amount of, of dedication and sacrifice and work. It, yeah. It just looks like we're bullshitting uh, on here, but like it really took years of, crafting and working going to open mics and yeah so whether yeah bob saget has been a famous act comedic actor and comedian for for years but there's no you still he still had to do the same work he still even it doesn't matter how famous you are you still got to work on the jokes you still have to perform them you still have to like get in front of that we've said this before the most famous person can jump on stage and that's why the stage is the great equalizer yeah you could be the world's most famous human being if David Beckham got on stage at a comedy club in Manchester, he'd get an uproar of applause immediately. <laughs> yeah. He would get a laugh no matter what he said as the first joke. After the second joke, he'd get a he'd get a couple of giggles. After the third joke, you better be funny or get off stage because <laughs> there's other comedians here. Like fame is done after three jokes, right. you're done. Like you have to they earn it as a comic. The, the every audience time. would be like, "All right, Bex, show us your abs. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to hear yeah, this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut up and take your shirt off. <laughs> you ain't funny. You cute. Stop it. I, I can't. Stay in your lane, Beck. <laughs>